Welcome to the Mustang Owners Podcast. And now your host, Steve Hall. Welcome to the Mustang Owners Podcast. I'm Steve Hall, the Executive Director of the Mustang Owners Museum. And today I want to talk a little about what to do with your Mustang and how clubs can be a big factor in that process. Um, we've done some surveys here at the museum just asking people with their cars, do they like going on cruises, car shows, what activities do they prefer? And overwhelmingly, the response has always been cruises. They love to do cruises in their regional area, going to different places, venturous to themselves. In fact, last year we did a cruise and a number of the folks that were on the cruise came and said, I've lived in this area for almost all my life. I had no idea these other attractions were in this area to go visit, and they enjoyed those things. So it does take some work to do something like this, but we're finding that uh, clubs that have a lot of vitality, vigor, or they, they, they have a lot of adrenaline in them, they're out there doing cruises. What I wanted to do is just touch base a little bit about that because I think car clubs themselves sometimes find themselves uh, maybe in a little bit of a rut doing the same thing on a yearly basis so that they know that in September they're going to do this or May they're, they're going to do that. And I thought um, keep things, you know, of interest to the members. They want to do something. They don't want to just necessarily sit and do the same thing they've done for the last 10, 15, 20 years. And so um, with that, I wanted to bring in uh, one of the car clubs that's in our area. And Charlotte has a lot of car clubs. It has quite a few. And they all seem to focus on different areas of interest as far as activity with their cars. But I wanted today to talk to, in particular, the president of uh, the Wrecking Crew Mustang Club, Peter Schaffhauser. Peter, did I screw up your name? Steve, you said it perfectly. Thank you very okay. much. And thank you for having me on the podcast. Well, we've known each other for a while. Um, I've always been impressed, and I've told Peter, they've always had uh, a lot of activity. Uh, we've been fortunate to be involved with four or five of those activities as a starting point, ending point, or just you know some part of the, what their activity is. Before we get into some of those details about what your club does, let's just talk about, I'm just kind of curious, with the name The Wrecking Crew Mustang Club, where'd the name come from? That is a, a funny story. Um, we were still a small club, and not say club, as a group of Mustang enthusiasts going out, going for a cruise, and actually it was one of our cruises up the Devil's Whip, NC-80, onto the Blue Ridge Parkway, and we went to one of the, the overlooks. We pulled off to just meet up there and gather everybody up and hang out, and there was a couple there hanging out. And once they were just having like a picnic, a nice fun day. Once we came there and we're, you know, like to have fun and joke around and laugh. Once they heard us pull up and be silly, they pack up their lunch and went off and were gone for the day. So we said like, we wrecked their day. So that was where the name came from. And there's also a song by a heavy metal band called Overkill called Wrecking Crew. So I wanted sort of that. I thought that was a cool title for us, and everybody liked the idea, and it stuck. Well, I will tell you, because when you say wrecking crew, I found immediately in the people in the area, they all know who the wrecking crew is, which is, I think, is also, and I think I've even mentioned this to you, Peter, that that, I think, is a benefit for a club's name, because people 
especially in this area, like I said, there's probably ten different Mustang clubs, and and some are, some maybe not no longer in existence or very small and don't do much. But still, when you say all you have to say is Wrecking Crew, and everybody seems, they know which one that is. You know, they know the the club is, and so it's easy uh, easy to remember. Let's put it that way, which is what you want to have too. Because uh, when you've got a field full of Mustang clubs, it's kind of how do you differentiate yourself? And you certainly do because of your cruises and your activities, sponsor your the charities that you guys are involved with and you sponsor. But um, well, when when did the club start? The club started as a as around 2016, 2015, 2016 is when the club started. It actually started from myself and the other president, Chris Hall. We were both had rare colored cars. My car is a 2011 Yellow Blaze Mustang GT, and he had got to have a green GT, and both of them were tuned by the same tuner. And he wanted us wanted to get pictures of our cars for a photo shoot. So that's how we met. So we just talked to each other, and we're like, "All right, you know, what are you next thing you're doing?" And we're gonna they were gonna go to uh, one of the car shows. And I'm like, "All right, I'll go." And may I'll go to that? And we went to it. And we went to another another car show and cruising, and we saw that they were already part of one club. They could tell that they weren't you no, know, the club was in perfect fit. So we decided to do our own thing, and that just grew into more and more. And we eventually became our own club, uh, the Wrecking Crew. A lot of car clubs around here they like to do, you know, they like to do the car show scene, which is great. But a lot of us in the club, a part of it, like to drive their Mustang. They bought the car because they want to enjoy it. Like to drive different areas, you no know, different roads throughout the area. It goes to see different attractions, and take our cars out and enjoy them. Sometimes when you find a car club doesn't is not the right fit, and and there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing Definitely wrong with not. that because, but unfortunately, I've found that some clubs don't like that. The club that you know has lost members because. They, this new entity club is going off and doing something else. They kind of find themselves almost like, well, in a way they kind of butt heads. And, I, and I've actually had a car club one time tell, talk to me about that because they had had some other clubs that, you know, had started up from their club and had offshoots of four or five other clubs. And they just didn't like that at all. They just thought that was just wrong. And I explained to them, I said, well, I think you're looking at this the wrong way. you you, you, you got to do a 180 here. And the guy goes, well, what do you mean? I said, well, if a car club leaves because they want to do more cruises, what's wrong with you contacting them and maybe do a cruise or two with them? Right, why, exactly. Why are you fighting with them? I find that to be disappointing because at the end of the day, we're all Mustang enthusiasts. No matter what club, and like I said, you've got other clubs doing other things. But at some point, we're all Mustang enthusiasts. And I don't see what's wrong of saying, well, you were friends because you were members of our club. But now that you're not members of the club, you're no longer a friend. To me, it's silly. I'm going to put it that way. Because it should be, okay, well, maybe we're not going to go on a cruise, every cruise that this other club is doing. Or we're not going to do that many car shows. Or we're not going to get into these other activities that some of these other new clubs are doing. But it doesn't hurt to keep your connection and maybe you find something that you want to do with them because it should be about celebrating the car more than it is about the people. I right. mean, the no. people and the stories are important, but it's all about Mustangs. It's a hobby, folks. So I can get on the drum on the table and start beating my drum. Not, I don't know if people listen, but the point is, so what if a club has broken away, or these group have broken away from you and, far, and started another club? 
you should think, well, okay, well, maybe we find a, an event or two that they like to do. Because some of these clubs, they do the same thing over and over and over, and it gets a little stale. Let's put it that way. It's stale. Right. So I, I wanted to mention that. So that's why I was saying sometimes you got to find you got if you can't find your home, you go build your home. But that doesn't mean the other people can't come over. Let right. me put it that way. That's exactly the case, and that's what that's how the Wrecking Crew was built. We built our own home, and we do. Often, I think the reason why our name you say I, people do recognize our name. We are a very active club. We do a lot of cruises, but we also do attend a lot of the car shows throughout the year and cruisings that go on. And we are at, you know, at a lot of events. We like to work with other, other clubs, whether it is Mustang clubs or not. But we definitely other Mustang clubs. We like to work with them, reach out to them, support them at their events, and hope that they reciprocate as well. Because it's all about, like you just mentioned, it's about the Mustang culture and the car culture in, in general as well. Going out there, talking to them. You see a classic, you know, what years did you get that? How long have you had it? You the, no, talk to the owner and find out now their history with the car. That's what interests me. Every time I go out, I say, oh, there's Pete talking to someone new again. I want to learn about the car and also the person, about why they love the car and their memories. And that's what, and that's just expands our base of people that, um, that learn about our club and want to be part of it. Well, speaking of that, then how many members do you guys have? Um, we have um, registered member numbers have over um, over 150 active right now. I'd say is about 70 for the club. So we're definitely have grown. We've grown a lot in the past two years. Definitely from from some other clubs, but also some you know just new Mustang owners that have joined. Like any club, we have our turnover. We have people that were part of the club and then moved went back to maybe another club that they're part of, or they've and the passion for Mustang went on to another vehicle or not part of it. So and that's, and that's happened with every club. But we have a, definitely a good group of uh, members right now that are active. They like going to cruises. They like doing car shows. They were here, as you saw when we had our club meeting here at the museum. Uh, we had like at least 40 members that came out on a cold Sunday in January to see what we had set up for, for the year. Well, I think it's great when you talk about if you have 70 people that are active out of the 150 that's almost 50 percent and i think a lot of clubs would wish that their from their membership number half the people would be active and i think a lot of clubs the number is much lower than that and it's and again i think it's it's, it's a shame because it should be more about just the car itself and getting more active with whether whatever the activity is but again sometimes uh people just get a little tired of doing the same thing over and over and they they move on or they just don't participate as much as they have in the past. So what I was hoping you'd do, though, is tell us a little bit about, and, and, and when I say these guys are active, that's not, that's not, active. Even, that's not even, there should be, if there's another word to help describe <laughs> the word active, uh, that's, that's them. I mean, <laughs> they, they actually stopped by this past Saturday, four or five of them, and I'm going, what you guys, where'd you guys come from? Oh, nothing. We just want to go out and drive around town for a little bit, so we just want to stop by. Even, even though nothing was organized, they're, they're out driving their car. And, you know, let's face it, anytime you see, you know, five, six, seven, eight Mustangs together, it makes a statement. People p tend to notice it. So that's always cool. So anyway, if you would tell us a little bit about s some of the types of events, some of the charity work you've done. I think, I know you guys also do a very important 
I, I think it's a very important uh, 9-11 cruise yes. and some other things. So just in kind of, if you would, some of the different things that you guys try to, like to do for your members. Well, definitely I'd like to uh, let's talk about 9-11 Memorial Cruise because um, that is a very uh, one I'm passionate about as well. And growing up from Long Island, and I was actually was in as I tell that when we do that uh, event and the memorial service we do, I talk about my time in the city that day uh, during 9-11. So that that really, you know, that that's where that passion comes from because I saw firsthand. I know everybody in, in the world saw firsthand what happened that day, but being in the city, seeing firsthand what happened to the city and our nation, it just it just makes me want to have have that day and annually have that event to honor those people that sacrificed their lives, the all the of our first responders that sacrificed their lives, and our, our military that is protecting us um, all the time. So that's why the service we have is so important for us. We have the um, local Concord Fire Department come out with their with their fire truck with the flag display, and I think it was just a, a very good memorial to remember what happened to our country. Usually either we have either a car show here or just a cruise in here, and then we'll cruise to someplace local, take our cars out. And it's, it's very, you know, I think it's just very picturesque of having your car picture with underneath the flag and then have seen all the Mustangs roll out underneath the flag. Uh, I think it's just a sight that it just gets me every year. Other events that we do throughout the year, um, it is a lot of cruises through, you know, North Carolina's has a lot of nice mountain roads. So either whether it's a Devil's Whip, Diamondback, the Blue Ridge Parkway, another road we found in the past year or two is NC-66. Um, we take a cruise up there and then we go up to Pilot Mountain. Last year, we actually ended it at going to Pilot Mountain, had their started up there on monthly um, cruising with all the classic cars that they have there, um, similar to Oak Borough cruising is and that was a great day. And that's, you no, know, those are the you know, types of fun roads that we go on, you know, that we like to drive and, and we drive them enthusiastically, but safely. As far as charity, our main charity is Fight the Good Fight, their local Huntersville charity. They help local residents that are diagnosed with brain cancer. Um, actually, the woman that runs it, she lost her husband to that. So that's why she started the organization. And that also feeds into my passion for helping people with cancer is that my brother lost his leg to cancer when he was 15. Um, he's still, thank knock on wood, he's alive and well today, doing well, actually giving back to people with an amputee walking school. Um, actually, after he lost his leg, he competed for our country and won in the Paralympics, won a gold medal in 100-meter dash. Other events we do throughout the year, just a lot of, lot of cruises to local areas, Mora Mountain. This year, we're going to go to the Back of the Dragon for the first time as a club head out to Wilmington uh, Battleship. So these are just some of the fun places we plan to go. And we'll be at the uh, Big Event Ponies and the Smokies in March. Well, an interesting side note about North Carolina, um, it's actually the number fifth, it's the number five state uh, for tourism in the United States. So it surprises a lot of people with that. But again, you've named a couple of things that are great attractions to go see and do. And interesting side note, a minute, a minute ago, you were talking about Pilot Mountain. Yes. And for those of you who kind of thought that might ring a bell, if you watch Andy Griffith, that was where they got Mount Pilot from 
was from that area because that that's in the Mount Airy area yes, where uh, Mayberry was located. So we actually have that as another attraction that uh, causes for as a great place to go for a cruise. So the area has a lot of fun places to go, and I think that's what clubs need to do. And maybe it's a person, maybe it's a committee, but a group to get together and just say, you know, what would be a fun cruise to go to a point A, have lunch, or to go to an attraction of some sort, spend a few hours, and then just find some back roads. Uh, we all know where the interstates are. I mean, that's easy to find. <laughs> They're all over the place. But it's nice to find some of the side roads, like you said, you know, North Carolina 66. We have a couple. Of, we have a number of other side roads that uh, just you know at certain times of the year they're gorgeous i mean you just yes, want to go you, you, you really do you, you really do so so it's just a matter of taking a little bit of time they're very easy to organize i think people would be surprised just to say you know hey this put together a bit of an agenda put together a schedule and say okay this this week or this month we're going to do this as an activity and uh, once a few people do it and you have a car club meeting, they talk about how much fun it was. The next thing you know, it can grow and grow. And I think that's what they, I think a lot of clubs will start to enjoy that kind of activity more so than just kind of, you know, having their club meeting. And we'll see you in a couple months or see you next month. You know, why, why not do a little something extra with your car? People, I think people will, uh, will enjoy that more and they'll engage more with the club. And I think that's what's important. So, so what do you see in the future for your club? As far as the future, and like I meant, did mention, as far as the cruise, actually this year we we themed our um, cruising event this year as called the 2022 Riding Roads um, Cruise. Our shirts actually are for the current year are designed as a rock T-shirt with a list of the main events for it. For the future is just continue to be out there as a club and continue to bring in members naturally as as they want to join in for all of our cruises and any of our events that is always all mustangs are welcome but actually we encourage and do not mind if other vehicles come out if other other vehicles come out to um, want to come out to a cruise they are more than welcome to be part of it it's about the car culture and about the car community coming together and enjoying it um, especially when we go to Car shows, we like seeing all the different makes and models because we all had something different at some point throughout our, our lives as far as what we've driven. I've driven almost all the GMs, a couple of the Chrysler products I've driven, but my home, what it started with, I know you're not going to like me saying it. <laughs> my oh, first car, Cougar. A, yes, my first car <laughs> was a 69 Mercury Cougar. But Steve, the whole thing is with the Mustang, once I got my Yellow Blaze GT, once I got that and was in that car and at the, at the dealership, and started it up that brought me back to that day when i had that car and every time i get in that car and start up it brings me back to that and that's the passion of being a mustang owner that makes me want to come out every time the side note is that every time he's here he keeps asking me when am i going to put a cougar in the museum <laughs> and so i so i actually told him the other day about a month ago we had one and he came running over here and it was a 164 die cast and so you know he gave it, it was in here. Here, here's your, here's your cougar but no i i do i really do, i do like the cougar too i really i do i just it's just a little sidebar that we do have about that so which actually kind of you kind of started leading into uh what I, what I like to do when I, we wrap up a conversation with our guest is what was your first mustang my first mustang actually was a, a 2012 uh, just mustang uh convertible v6 convertible i got it to be my daily 
and I had it for about a year, year and a half, and then I wanted to start modifying it. I wanted to, to do, but it was just an automatic. Well, the word GT should have already told you what you get. <laughs> I mean, what are we talking about yes, here? But, and I love my, I loved the, the convertible. The convertible, it was a great vehicle. I definitely enjoyed driving it. I felt I had more, more enough power with it. I've driven EcoBoost a few times, business trips, and I felt, I definitely feel that they are great vehicles as well. So, And that's one thing about our club. As long as it's a Mustang, doesn't matter what's underneath the power. As long as it's a Ford engine underneath the hood and it's a Mustang, you're welcome well, to be part of our what's, club. What Mustang out there is the one you want to have? What is, is there one out there that just says, eh, this is the one I, you know, sometime, sometime, some way, maybe. Is there something out there that just really says, and not Cougar, Mustang? Yes. Well, I think everybody in my club knows this answer. It's uh, it's a, it would be a 2021 Roush three in the antimatter blue paint. That would be the ultimate, definitely a one that I would love. Either that one, if it can I say two, because there's so many of them. Is how so many? I must. They're like potato chips. You can't just have one. So either that or a 2013 or 2014 uh, Shelby GT 500. So, but going back to your first car, is it more about the paint and the color than it is about the car itself? Um, to my, uh, yes, I guess some of the, yes, yes, the Roush, Roush, right? I'd say, I'd say it's about, three. um, it's, it's more about the paint, I'd say, because it's such a, I know it's such a rare color and they not make a lot of them for, and then right now they're not planning to have them for another year. They're not coming out with right. antimatter blue for 2022, so it is, will be a rare color. And it's also the color itself, I always loved. Blue is actually more my favorite color for a car. I actually was looking, before I got Blaze, as I call her, I was actually looking at a Kona Blue GT that was, I think, with a Shelby, it had like Shelby striping on it. I was going to go look at it, and before I get a chance to, it was sold. Gotcha. Unfortunately, 2010 and 2015, between 2010 and 2015, there was no Kona Blue. Do you know why? Why is that? Oh. Sad, sadly, that ink, along with a few other inks, made in Japan. Well, that's what the Yellow Blaze, that's why Yellow Blaze is the only, for 2011 and 2012, they only had Yellow and Blaze for those two years. And those certain, certain paints were, that company, when that tsunami hit the uh, the nuclear reactor or whatever, this paint company was right next to it. And they were wiped out for a few years. So that's why at 15, it came back as far as the limited edition 50th anniversary car they brought it back they it was the first time they were able to bring that color, that color back so right i love that color cuz that's what my shelby was this is Kona Blue. Yes, no, anyway, I, love the, I love the Kona Blue. It's, it's, yeah. it's an amazing color. But anyway, I want to thank you for coming on and, join, uh, and joining us and talking about clubs and activity. Hopefully some folks will get some inspiration from this and talk to their, their club members and say, hey, let's go do something. I know some clubs will just on a Friday afternoon, they'll send out a quick text to their members and say, hey, we're all heading to Sonic. For for you know for ice cream or something, some even if it's simple as that, it's actually pretty cool when you go to a place like that and all you see is nothing but Mustangs. It, it's a pretty cool statement. So anyway, I want to thank you for being uh, part of our um, podcast, and uh, I'm sure we'll see you on the road. Thank you very much, Steve. I definitely appreciate the time here, and definitely look up the Wrecking Crew on Facebook and social media on and on Instagram, and to look up our events and. Come check us out. No, usually we're here at the museum, so come check us here at the Mustang Owners Museum. Thank you very much, Steve, for your time. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed listening to another episode of the Mustang Owners Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any episodes. 
For more information on the museum, please go to mustangownersmuseum.com and you'll find additional information on upcoming events.